Come in. Captain Marcus Logan reporting as ordered, Admiral. Well, I guess congratulations are in order, Captain Logan. Thank you, sir. It's Jonathan, Marcus. Jonathan Archer. I'm still the same guy you went through flight school with, regardless what pins are on my shoulder these days. Yes, Ad... Uh, I mean, Jonathan. Relax, Marcus, before you hurt yourself. The captain of the NX-04. The Explorer. Yes, I'm very lucky that Starfleet assigned me as her captain. Luck had nothing to do with it, Marcus. You're a damn fine officer. You deserve this honor. Thank you, Jonathan. You've received your first assignment, I take it? We're going to explore the region around the Horsehead Nebula. We depart in the morning. The Horsehead Nebula? That's a good distance out. I'd say at least seven months at Warp 5 to get there. Yes. I'm actually looking forward to the journey. <laughs> I remember when I first made captain of the Enterprise. When we began that first mission of exploration, I was quite eager myself. It's a pity we didn't get to do more of it. The Zindi did put quite a dent in Starfleet's exploration missions. I'm surprised it's taken this long to get the program started again. I understand I have you to thank for that. It did take a lot of persuading. And I had to call in a few favors. Favors? You'd be surprised what a recommendation from the head of the Vulcan Science Academy can do. Oh, to Paul. How are she in trip these days? Pretty well. I believe baby number two is due any day now. Are they going to name this one after you? No, I think Hoshi has dibs on this one. Well, I guess you should be off. I'm very envious of you, Captain. Good journeys. Thank you, sir. Dismissed. Bridge to Bacchus. Damn it. Bacchus here, sir. Sorry to bother you when you're on the holodeck, Tom, but I've called a staff meeting in ten minutes. Understood. I'll be right there. Delona out. Computer, end program. <laughs> Typical. And right when I was getting to the good part, too. I never get to have any fun. Space, the final battleground. For many years, Starfleet has tried to maintain peace within the United Federation of Planets, but that alliance has become strained by numerous forces of opposition. The threat of Armageddon now lurks in every shadow. These are desperate times. We are the desperate measure. Mr. Bacchus, nice of you to join us. Sorry I'm late. I had to change my uniform. Have I missed anything? No, we were just getting started. I'm going to make this quick. 
Three days ago, this image was sent to us by one of our agents inside Starfleet Special Intelligence. Is that what I think it is? If you're thinking it's a Grey warship, then yes, it's what you think it is. The Grey? Aren't we on the edge of a war with them, or something? Considering everything that's been going on in the Briar Patch of late, I wouldn't be surprised if we were. Any war that comes about with the Grey is Starfleet's concern. Our concern is this particular warship. At the moment, it's in orbit around Cardassia Prime. Cardassia? What's a Grey warship doing in Cardassian space? We don't know. From what we've been able to put together, the Grey entered Cardassian space. Somehow the Cardassians were able to disable the warship and kill its crew. They brought the remains back to Cardassia. Cardassians disable a Grey warship? How? Last I heard, they were still recovering from the Dominion War. That's true. But considering a number of their ships were upgraded with Jem'Hadar weaponry, it's easy to understand how they may have stopped the Grey. How many ships did it take to pull that off? From what I'm told, 64. 58 of which were destroyed in the conflict. Three were heavily damaged. The Cardassians paid a heavy price to get this prize. Okay, so the Cardassians have a Grey warship. What does this have to do with us? I thought that would have been obvious. We're going to destroy it. What? Destroy it? You said it yourself, Judah. The Cardassians are still recovering from the effects of the Dominion War. However, they already have very advanced technology, like Jem'Hadar weapons. If they find a way to tap into the Grey's technology... Well, let's just say the Federation can't afford another war with Cardassia. Especially with things heating up with the Grey at the moment. Won't destroying the warship be a violation of the Prime Directive? As I've said before, the Prime Directive will not help anyone if the Federation finds itself being destroyed by its enemies. Besides, we're Section 31. The Prime Directive doesn't really apply to us. How convenient. Something wrong, Cammy. I don't know about this, Captain. I understand we're not part of Starfleet anymore, and Section 31 bends the rules. A lot. But laws like the Prime Directive were made to protect us as well as others. I just feel like we're taking everything I was taught to believe in and tossing it out the nearest airlock. You'd better get used to that, Cammy. Although you won't find it in any historical records, Section 31 has protected and saved the Federation more times than Starfleet ever could have. We don't go around breaking the laws because we can. We break the laws because we must. As the old Earth proverb goes, some rules were made to be broken. I understand that, Cord. It's just not very easy to accept is all. I've got years of Starfleet training to overcome. I know. It wasn't easy for me at first. But in time you will see what we're doing is for the greater good of all. Now then, the Grey Warship. Our task is not a simple one. We have to find a way to destroy the ship without implicating the Federation. I believe I have a way that would be effective, Captain. Even though Starfleet has limited understanding of Grey technology, I believe we can cause the ship's drive system to overload. The resulting explosion would destroy the ship and make it look like an accident. Can you do that? A small team would have to get on board the ship first. But yes, I believe I could. Good. You'll lead the away team then, Korg. Tom and Judah will go with you. Um, excuse me. No offense or anything, but I'm a science officer. Isn't this more a Mac or Marinus thing? 
Mac, Marinus, and Bishop are already currently on assignment. You will all have your assignments. We'll be crossing into Cardassian space in four hours. Considering how touchy they are about their borders, we'll also be going in cloaked. Dismissed. Does it ever warm up on this rock? Genie 4 has been in a state of winter for the better part of 23 Terran years. I believe this is as warm as it gets. Nothing like a perpetual winter to harden the soul. The ongoing winter was not the Genie's original goal. When they destroyed the second planet of the system, it caused everything that's happening on this world. You'd have think they'd have learned their lesson. Using planet killer weapons can have serious side effects. Yet here they are, building a new and probably even worse one. The weapons are how they keep the worlds of the system in line. The genie may not have warp drive, but they do have impulse engines. Together with their weapons, it's allowed them to control this entire star system. Cow them into submission, you mean? Religious governments can have a tendency of doing that. Worship as we do or we'll destroy you! <laughs> you just gotta love how the genie order keep control of everything. Indeed. And Genie 2 made a fine example of how far the Order are willing to go. When the population rebelled... They blew up the whole planet, yeah. You know, Bishop, it's not so much the belief in a creator that bothers me. It's the fanaticism that sometimes springs up with it. And what it can cause people to do. The Genie are a perfect example of what happens when faith goes out of control. From what I've read about their belief system, it began as a very peaceful way of life. It wasn't until certain fundamentalist elements gained political power that things took their turn for the worse. How so? They had a more extreme vision of how people were meant to worship. By their laws, those that failed to live up to that vision were put to death. Over the years, they've weeded out anyone that could have opposed their viewpoint. And in the end, they wind up the rulers of the whole star system. Yeah, it's not the first time I've heard a story like that one. I think just about every planet has at one point or another had similar events happen. Perhaps in time the genie will evolve and a better regime will come into power. But until they do... We can't afford the luxury of letting them out of this star system. I know. It's the reason 31 keeps sabotaging their faster-than-light projects. Can't afford to let the genie out of the bottle, eh? <laughs> uh, that's the fourth time you've said that. Now it's starting to get a little old. Really? I thought you'd still find it, well, witty. Maybe if I was half brain dead. Well, it's becoming more and more clear you simply don't appreciate good humor. By the way, where are we meeting our contact anyways? At his office in the Central Ministry. After that, we hook back up with Marinus. In the meantime, we still have one small problem. And that being? I think you might stand out a bit in a crowd. How so? Well, I can pass off as one of the genie, but I doubt very much they have any cyborgs walking around in public. Oh, that's easily taken care of. How's that, then? How did you...? I have a series of hollow emitters built into my Borg armor. They enabled me to, well, blend into any cultural environment. You never told me you could do that. 
You never asked. Have you ever turned into a one-armed bandit? Excuse me? Yeah. I was playing a slot machine in New Vegas in the Trump system about six months ago, and I lost a pile of cash. Damn thing just refused to pay off. And so you kicked the machine until it began to spark. Ha! So it was you. No. I just know your personality. Yeah. Well, let's just hope you don't get stuck looking like a police box. A police what? Ah, uh, nothing. Just remind me to tell you about a friend of mine someday. He's a doctor, knows quite a few things about aliens and cyborgs. Maybe even better than me. Anyway, we'll be hitting the city limits soon. Let's get ready. Status report, Mr. Bacchus. The cloak is working perfectly. None of the Cardassian sensors are detecting us. How far are we from the Grey Warship, Cammy? We are approaching its docking construction now, Captain. It's hard to believe we're able to sneak up on them like this. I don't understand that myself. From what I've read, the Cardassians have a grid system around the world that allows them to pick up any cloaked vessel. True, and if we were using a Romulan or Klingon cloak, they would have picked us up by now. The cloak we're using is based on a Federation design, though. I thought the power signature looked familiar. This is the cloak recovered from the USS Pegasus, isn't it? Actually, this is a more advanced model based on that one. In an open display to save face with the Romulans, the Federation had the one from the Pegasus destroyed. But not before Section 31 could copy its design specifications. I'd really like to get a closer look at that cloak. After this mission, you will. Cammy, are we in transporter range? Yes, Captain. Okay, Korg. It's your show now. Gentlemen, if you'll accompany me, we have a task at hand. In the Creator's holy name we give praise. In all things we give praise to him. How may I assist your pilgrimage? We have an appointment with the High Minister. You may continue your journey. The High Minister shall see you. We give thanks. What the hell was all that about? That was the standard greeting around here. You should feel grateful we didn't have to use the more elaborate one. From what I've heard, it takes about two hours to get through. Charming. Here we are. Enter and be welcome. In the Creator's holy name we give thanks. How may I add in your pilgrimage? Our crops have suffered under the harshness of the winter winds. We seek aid that we may yet provide in his name. I see. We can talk freely now. The monitoring devices are being jammed. 
Is jamming the monitors safe? If anyone is listening, they will think we are still discussing your... farming concerns. You must be Mac and Bishop. You are very late. You try marching several miles through snowdrifts. Your message was received, but extremely cryptic. If I had been able, I would have been more elaborate. So why is it you specifically requested Bishop and I meet you here? Quite frankly, it's you, Bishop, that I need to talk with. Isn't it, Bishop? What are you talking about? Mac, sleep. I said, what are you talking about? Oh. I think it's time we took off our masks. Don't you, Bishop? Power levels seem to be extremely low. What did you expect? This ship was heavily damaged in a major battle. I'm surprised there's any power running at all. I'm more curious as to why there's no one around. As you pointed out before, the Cardassians are quite busy recovering from the effects of the Dominion War. Special programs, like studying this ship, tend to be low on their list of priorities. I'd still expect them to leave some guards on board or something. Indeed. We will have to be careful. Let's get moving. The main power core is this way. I can understand why you need Tom here. He's an engineer, after all. If anyone can find up a way to blow up a ship, it's him. Uh, I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or an insult. What I'm trying to get at is this. I don't know why I'm here. I'm just a science officer. Spy missions really aren't a specialty of mine. While Tom is busy rigging the power system of this ship to explode, you will be downloading all the information you can gather from the ship's computer banks for further study. Further study, eh? Maybe we should just steal the ship instead. You know something? That might not be a bad idea. What do you mean? The warp drive is a hopeless cause. But from what I understand, the Grey's ships can somehow fold the fabric of space to allow long-distance travel in a short time. That is one technological advance we want to keep out of the Cardassians' hands. But if I could find out how they do that, maybe I could get this ship back to Federation space. It is not a bad idea, my friend. But no. No? Think of everything we could learn from it. Our mission is to destroy it. If this ship suddenly vanished, the Cardassians would know someone had taken it. It would cause them to be alarmed. How would they know that it's us? Maybe they think the Grey just took it back. Cardassians are not fools. They may not come right out and blame the Federation. But their suspicions alone will cause tensions that we can ill afford at the moment. So, by blowing up the ship, we make it just look like an accident instead. Indeed. That shouldn't be too hard to do. From the look of things, I'm surprised it hasn't blown up already. That's because we've been taking great steps to ensure it does not blow up. Put your hands up, please. Otherwise, I will shoot you where you stand. This can't be good.
It took me a while to piece it together. The small changes of people's lives. But one of the big changes was Bishop. In the original timeline, he had died by now. Yet, when I recently looked back on his era, I was surprised to see him alive and well. When I looked back further, I discovered that Bishop did die as he was always meant to. And then someone apparently stepped into the gap his death left behind. That someone being you. How observant of you. I know you're not Bishop. So who are you? That depends on who wants to know. I am one of the observers. Ah, one of those watcher types. I've heard of you. Isn't this a little out of your jurisdiction? I've noted a great deal of altercations to the timeline. I'd like to know what you're doing here. My people have been noticing a great deal of irregularities to the flow of history. This divergent timeline coming into existence, for example. You mean there are other altered timelines than just this one? We know of at least three. One in which the flow of history remains unaltered. Another being a shattered timeline where a great culling war has decimated almost every world of this quadrant. And of course, this divergent one. Three timelines. You do know what happens in this timeline, I take it? Mac will become an Imperial Tyrant at some point, one who rules the entire quadrant with an iron fist. Indeed. I wonder... Wonder what? I just had a thought. What if this is all some kind of experiment? You mean someone may be creating these divergent timelines just to see what the outcome might be? Precisely. This could be even more disturbing than I first imagined. I need to get back to my own time and research this more. But that does leave me with one problem, though. What do I do about you? Your presence here is a clear violation of all temporal accords. And yours is just a run-of-the-mill operation? Point taken. Very well. I shall leave you here. But I'll be keeping an eye on you. I'd expect no less. I'll be in touch if I find out anything. By the way, how are you going to explain all this to Mac when he wakes up? Oh, I'll wipe his memory of these events before he wakes. Come to think of it, I'm tempted to wipe out his entire charming personality. In the time I've been waiting for your arrival, I've discovered the genie have started their warp program again. I imagine Section 31 will find that quite interesting. Indeed. I'm going to trust you for now. I hope that trust is not misplaced. Time will tell. It always does. Computer, you may bring me back now. Who are you? How did you get on this ship? I doubt you'd be willing to believe us if we said we were tourists. Yeah, you know, we've been dying to see a gray ship. You know, being that they're gray and all. Prattling fools, keep quiet. I'll deal with this. This is Sokar. I've caught three intruders at the power core. Send us back up. Now you've made this more difficult. You'll answer my questions, Klingon. Otherwise, I'll... Ah! 
You killed him. I never even saw your hands move. Where did you get that dagger? Did you really have to kill him? Our time is short. How soon can you rig the power core to explode? I'd say about 20 minutes, maybe 30. Far too long. Judah, what information have you downloaded? Next to nothing. I really haven't had time to do much yet. Most unfortunate indeed. A pity, in fact. What is that? A singularity bomb. Isn't that a Romulan weapon? Yes. It should be powerful enough to trigger a chain reaction and destroy the ship. If you had a bomb all the time, why didn't you just use it in the first place? Because of the bomb's signature. If we overloaded the ship's power core, the Cardassians would have believed it was a malfunction. Now they'll know someone destroyed the ship deliberately. This is Korg. Bring us back. reason you have all the lights off in your quarters, Korg? I prefer the dark. My, but aren't we in a grumpy mood today? I failed, Delana. I failed my mission. How so? We were to destroy the Grey Ship, and we did. But we were meant to make it look like an accident, not sabotage. True, but from what I've heard from Command Central, it seems the Cardassians are blaming the Romulans for the incident. It's a good thing you had that singularity bomb with you. Dumb luck more than anything else. I could have easily brought a Federation explosive instead. In which case the Cardassians would be blaming Starfleet. But you didn't, and they're not. Oh, I know the mission didn't go off without a hitch, but in the end we achieved the goal. And that's all that matters. And what happens if something goes wrong next time? What if the goal is not achieved? We'll worry about that the day it happens. There's no point in projecting future failures. Keep in mind, the future hasn't been written yet. I wonder about that sometimes. But perhaps you're right. Sulking in the dark is not the Klingon way. Can I interest you in sharing a bottle of blood wine with me? Oh, sure. Just as long as it's not that stuff you have from the House of Martok. You have a deal, then. There you guys are. I was starting to wonder if he'd ever turn up. How'd the mission go? We found out the Genie have started up their warp drive program again. I thought that program lost its funding. I guess not. Are you okay, Mac? I just feel... odd. Odd? In what way? Like I've forgotten to do something. Ah, it's probably nothing. Let's get off this ice ball. Hey, are you coming, Bishop, or are you going to stick around and build a snowboard or something? Oh, I'm with you, Mac. Right to the bitter end. <laughs> 